Hi everybody, we're uh, still here in Israel, so I'm, I managed to record the video. Hopefully that uh, this video will find you well. Uh, we are in Parashat Lech Lecha, and we know the word Lech Lecha means uh, go away for yourself. And uh, the whole idea of going away for yourself, it's something that we have to give uh, the knowledge about. I mean, the simple idea is that a person cannot stay in the same place of spirituality. Things has to change. So a person uh, uh, need to understand in spirituality, we got to go away, you know, you got to go away from something. And um, another understanding that uh, why is it difficult for people to move from house to house, from place to place, not to feel belong in a certain city. Most people, you know, born and die in the same place they were born, have the same friends and family member. You're not going to find a lot of people who are actually moving a lot because it's not, it's not fun. But the practice of moving is also lech lecha. It's not about just go away for yourself uh, from city to city. It's also go away for yourself from the body to the next level where the place of the souls are. We need to give it a, a, a thought, an attention that uh, nobody is here forever until Mashiach will come. Uh, I didn't get the emails about the Messiah or the temple or resurrection. So right now we have to work in this world as if, you know, we have a, we're on a time limit. And when you get this time limit, it's awakening some fear. And when that fear is awake, it creates some urgency. When that urgency is awake, it creates a more uh, intention to the mitzvot, to the right thing that we're doing. Because if you don't have time, if you just live your life by knowing that you're going to live forever, what will be the pressure of uh, changing? Because uh, you're going to be here forever, so what's what's the difference? <clears throat> but when a person waking up and understanding that there is a certain time limit, uh, what we call lech lecha, go away for yourself, lech lecha, from this world to the next world. That's basically what the parasha is about. So it's not just about, you know, go away from one city to another. It's about the soul. The soul is being first pushed away from heaven to here. But also, it's the person here who's been told, you're going to be lech lecha from this olam so you can get to the next world to come. So the entire parasha, and if you look into the story, uh, the story is an amazing um, story of basically uh, Abraham being told by God it's time, it's time to get out. And um, this is the journey of Abraham, how we become Abraham. And in the end of the parasha, being promised that he will have his own son, even that astrologically it didn't seem so, you know, because uh, a lot of time astrology gives you some piece of information but it's not the old pieces of information, or as Rav Ashlag explained it in a wonderful way. You know, when Hashem told Abraham to not follow astrology. Astrology will only give you one little picture. You're going to go above. So when it say go above the star, 
it took him to a place where the star is not shining. Because if the star is shining to you from above to below to us, that's when if you look above the star, when you look from above, they dark. It's like the moon. If the moon is a full moon here, then no moon from the other side. So the creator took him to see a different point of view, more elevated point of view. And I know that a lot of time, you know, we think we see it all and we got it, uh, but we don't get the old picture of the creator. And a lot of time we would like to have a life which would go smooth, but go smooth is not all the time the right way for us. A lot of time we need to have a life that is not going as smooth as, as we would hope it to go. It will go smooth as the creator thinks it's, it's smooth. So whatever we think is good, not necessarily is good. It seems good at that moment. For that reason, you got to have lech lecha. And whenever you do, you have to feel in any second, in any second, are you ready right now to pack and leave? And if you don't have that ability to pack and leave, then you're not truly ready for a change. You're not wanting a change. You know, let's say, let's imagine that tomorrow the Messiah will come. Amen. Temple will be built. What, what are you going to do? Stay in your, on the beach in Malibu or Hawaii or Japan? or, or What are you going to do? Read the paper about what's going to happen with the war and who's hating who. Not going to help. This, the, those things are not helping. Got to come up with something more incredible, more powerful, which is understanding that there is a system here that's running this universe. And that system called the creator, the divine. And when the creator running everything, if you truly believe in it, let's say you don't believe in it, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking only to people who truly believe that there is a creator, there is God, there's a divine thought behind all of that. Now, if you think you believe, but you believe 20%, you're not truly believe. And for that reason, every time there is lech lecha, every time you got to go away from one place to another, you got scared because you don't truly believe that there is a storyteller which has not happened to be you. It happened to be the creator. And more you will understand that, easier is to be to do the lech lecha. So I'm going to read now a little bit of uh, Zohar first. There's a section of Zohar that I found that uh, be fascinated for me. Uh, I think it's it's very powerful. So I'm reading from Zohar Lech Lecha Tfus Yashan Ein Chet Amud Bet. Okay, this is the Tfus Yashan. So it says like this. And Avraham left like God spoke to him. Amar Rabbi Lazar, the son of Rabbi Shimon, said, Bore, come and behold, come and see. It didn't say that Avraham exit. It said that he walk away. say, go away. And Avraham went away. He didn't say he exit. You should say exit, the city where he was living, right? The the exit from the place from before they already did. The exit. 
So because they all left. The Ferrari itself can do vayelch, but not can do vayetze. Right now it's a another walk away. It didn't say he exit. Kesher like God talked to him. Kfish yivtech lom kol aftachot vayelch ito Lot and Lot went with him. And Lot went with him. Lot was his uh, nephew. He went with him to study from him. Uh, but even though he didn't say the Zohar, he didn't study anything from him. So let's let's understand the the difference between exit to walk away, as the Zohar mentioned it to us by Rabbi Lazar. Many times we leave something, okay? We exit from something that we think it's negative, like Abraham left uh, Haram or left Ur Kasdim. He left the places where he was living at, which was ne- very negative places for his spirituality. But exit a, a place will not tell about you where you're going. Vayelech. And that's why it's called lech lecha. Go away for yourself. You gotta go somewhere. You can stop being nasty to someone but it doesn't mean that you are nice. That's vayelech. You might be stop stealing. But it doesn't mean you give charity. In spirituality, in Kabbalah, in our Torah, it's not enough just to exit whatever is wrong. We have to add what is it right. That's really what it's all about. And if a person is not truly doing that, then you're always busy exiting things which you think are no good and bad, and then you suppress your feeling, you suppress your all idea of I have to stop eating sugar, I have to stop smoking, I have to stop cursing, I have to stop getting angry. Okay, you did. Now what are you going to do? Now what's the next thing you're doing? That's a real question. In life, we need to stop the wrong thing we're doing and then we have to add positive things that we're doing. That's a change. If the change is I'm no longer getting angry, you're suppressing your emotions. It's not going to last. So, for me, we learn that a person as to work on themselves. You know, let's say if you know you're judging, you got to stop judging. That's good, but it doesn't bring you anywhere. Now, how many good things are you doing? That's a question. Are you doing something positive now with your personality? Are you Are you now, okay, stop judging, but are you going to start giving compliment? Are you start helping someone? That's truly the thing. And remember, the urgency is taking you into a place uh, uh, that you need to understand that there is a time limit to all of us. And within this time, within this clock that's kicking and ticking, we we got to better take our life seriously. What are we leaving behind? And what are we going toward? Because if you think about it, I mentioned astrology before. We all love astrology, but astrology is one level of truth. There is another level when you climb above that. 
is taking you to a way another level and you can change the destiny. For example, there is a story in the Gemara, in the Talmud, about Rabbi Akiva and his daughter. We know that the daughter of Rabbi Akiva, when she got married, Rabbi Akiva did an astrological chart in those days, they, they could tell all details. And he saw that on the night of her wedding, she's going to pass away the next, the next day. She's going to die. He didn't want to tell her. And usually in the wedding, you know, people inviting poor people, they're feeding them. Everything went well in the wedding. It was one poor man that was extremely dirty, smelled bad. And in the middle of the wedding, the bride, Rabbi Akiva's daughter, reached out to that poor man who looked dirty, who smelled bad, and helped him out to have some food and whatever he need, warm clothes, and then go back to the wedding. In the morning, Rabbi Akiva was expecting bad news about his daughter. But a story changed. When they went to check in her room, they found there's a blood coming from the wall. And they saw the pin that she used for her hair to collect the hair together. She put that pin in between two stones in the wall. That actually killed the snake that was designated, sent to kill her. So yes, astrologically, it looked like she died. But because of the charity she did, she changed the destiny of what's supposed to happen. So for me, we learn charity actually can change. What is charity? Is charity tithing? No. Tithing is 10% of your income. Very simple. Contribution is helping the organization. Buy them, uh, I don't know, the whole floor, the furniture, the whole building. That's contribution. Tarum, tarum, meaning elevate yourself through contribution. What is tzedakah then? Oh, tzedakah is a whole different story. It's written that tzedakah tatil mimavet. Tzedakah will save you from death. What is death? Death is an end of thing, E-N-D. When things are coming to an end, there is no more option. Everything is going wrong. Everything is negative. You have tzedakah. Tzedakah save you from death. That's the most powerful thing that Hashem is giving you. Maaser, Hashem promises you something else. When you do the tithing, make sure you do the tithing. You have miracle of money making. Has to be. Bachanuni gambazot, as it's written. Please test me in that, the Talmud said. Test me with tithing. But you have to give it. You have to get rid of it. Don't let it stay in your domain. Tithing has to go. Go to the person you want to give the tithing because I say, that's yours. Sign a paper, even with a pen, and say, this is yours. Whatever it's $2,000 or $5,000 or whatever is something you have to keep it in your account because you didn't give it yet, but write a note. A piece of paper, a note to witness or no need to witness, just you and that rabbi. Goodbye. That's a tithing. Truma is a, is a free will. Tzaka is when, God forbid, you have a real problem. Saka can create miracle. Miracle. That's the power of Saka. And harder it is for a person to give, 
more powerful that the miracle will happen. Now, of course, I cannot convince everybody that it's true. You have to experience that. That's what it's Dakar, like Rabbi Akiva's daughter. It was in her second nature to give. She cannot help herself not to give. So let's read about it from the Zohar. Let's see what the Zohar say about it. It's very, very nice. Let's see what the Zohar say about it. So the Zohar go like this. Lech Lecha. The Zohar continue again with Lech Lecha. I'm reading from Zohar Lech Lecha. Tfus Yashan Ein Vav, which is 76, Amud Bet. Rabbi Abba Patach Vamar. Rabbi Abba opened the discussion and said, Listen to me, you uh, strong-hearted people on the night of the heart, if you want, that's so far away from charity. Listen to me, you hard-hearted people or night of the heart. How hard is, your, is the heart of the wicked people? They see the path of the Torah. They don't even look at it. The heart is hard. What does that mean? The heart is hard. What does that mean? We need to understand the, the heart of a human being. So for me, we learn that when you give, you got to give from your heart. Now, what does that mean to give from your heart? You ever saw somebody who was giving not for his heart? Yeah, it many times happened to you. You go to a place and the waiter is not in a good mood. The bus driver not in a good mood. The Uber, the taxi driver not in a good mood. They don't want to give you. They're doing a job of giving. But they don't give from the heart. But these people are not even giving anything. Because the heart is closed. Tell us the Zohar. Lech lecha. Go away from that type of behavior, from the Arsiyut, from that land that you were born from. We all, we all born from dirt. So the dirt is gravity, make it all about me. And would make it all about me, me and myself. It's very difficult to give. It's very difficult to be nice. It's very difficult to have Lech Lecha, to get out of it and making sure that I'm into charity. Because after all, it's my money, it's my food, it's my clothes, it's my home. Why should I give it? Why? Why should I give it? Because that's the Artsiyut. Artsiyut, the planet Earth. That's where we came from. To that dirt you're stepping on, that's who we are. It just formed into something called human and into a spark of God that called the soul. Now, you want the soul to be active. If I want to active my soul, I got to let go of the Arziyut. I got to let go of the land, the dirt that affecting me. And if I'm not, then I'm staying in the mud. And we stay in the mud. Every penny is important. Why would I give you charity? But when you elevate it above the mud, you see the picture totally different. That's what it's saying. They see the part of the Torah and they don't look into them. They have a, a tough heart that they don't want to do repentance. That's why we call them the night of the heart or the hard-hearted people. 
הרחוקים מצדקה, they far away from charity. שמתרחקים מהתורה, and they far away from the Torah. It's funny. לזוהר היא עושה צדקה, תורה, the same. You gotta ask yourself, how generous are you with yourself? How generous are you with your family? How generous you are with people around you? It's written about Rabbi Isaac Luria, that when his wife needs something to buy, clothes or anything like this, he opens his wallet right away. She can buy whatever she wants. No question asked. What makes Rabbi Isaac Luria who he is? Does he talk about his wife like that? That's what his students saw. It's the idea that a woman represents the A of Malchut, the Shekhinah, which is in the Galut, which is in exile right now. And whoever makes a woman happy, whoever has been generous to a woman, whatever it is, your wife or your daughter or your sister or all women, and you're being kind, then of course some people will ask me, what about if the woman is bad? Well, if you end up with a bad woman in your life, you should ask yourself why. You know, the, the Talmud also talk about it. There is two types of women. There's one that's going to come and use you because maybe you've been cheap this lifetime or lifetime before until you get better, until you meet the right, the right woman you can give to. But women represent an aspect of the Shekhinah. What about the other women that don't re- represent? Well, they represent the dark side. That going against the Shekhinah. If you met one of those, I'm sorry. You got to look inside. What is that you're doing wrong? Maybe you're too cheap. And that's why God's sending you the wrong women until you will be able to find the right one. But when you find the right woman, be generous. It's your daughter, it's your wife, it's your sister, it's your mother, of course. That's, that's really what it's all about. So you'd say, when we look at Abraham, I'm skipping to another verse. When we look at Abraham, What's beautiful about Avram? Generosity. Charity all the time. And when, when we are uh, understanding it, when we are understanding it, we are taking our life to all different levels. That's what we need to understand. I'm reading now another section. And the next section It's about the fight between the shepherd of Lot and the shepherd of uh, Abraham. And of course, what was the fight about? The shepherd of Lot realized Abraham doesn't have kids. Why we even consider him? All of a sudden, the value of Abraham went down and everything he did for Lot in the past, it's down, it's gone. How come? How come people forget what you've done for them? If you did some great things for people and they forget about you. I mean, for you, it's good. For you and me, if people forget about it, it's good for the ego. But for them, I mean, what's wrong with people? Why are people forgetting a favor that somebody did to them? What happened to the gratitude? Why they lost the gratitude after they received the pleasure? Very simple. Because when your vessel, when your desire, when your container get fulfilled, get satiated. What happened then? You no longer need. How? So what are you going to do? You either can say thank you and have gratitude for the rest of your life or get rid of the hand that feed you. Like this, you never have to say thank you. Like this, you never have to pay back. 
That's what's going on here. Why is it happening to people? When you don't have God in your system, when you don't have the, divi the divine in your system, the creator, the light of the creator, it's always going to be like this. You're going to be jealous. You're going to be angry. You're going to feel like it's injustice. And for that reason, you have people like fighting about more money, more position, more pride. And that's the story of Lot. Because eventually, when Avram saw that that situation, that people are fighting, who's going to get more? Avram was not working, who's going to get more? The spirituality of Avram was a different level. Avram was busy to find out if when he's giving, is he giving it for the sake of sharing? Or is he giving it for the sake of receiving? Avram was not in the level of, how can I receive what I want? How can I get what I want? Avram was in such a high level that receiving was not even the game. I know we live in a universe right now that it's all about receiving. I know we're living in a universe now, it's all about what can I get when I want to get it and I get it right now. That's the universe we're living in, all of us. What can I get? How can I get? Let me grab more. And the winner feel like he get whatever he want when he want it. But it doesn't work like that. In a spiritual universe, my dear friend, it's working more about how do I give? How do I give? That's spirituality. So how do we know that? I read something yesterday from Rabbi Yehuda Ashlag, Allah Shalom. And he writes, if you look at the Pasuk, when Hashem taking him and telling him what's going to happen in the future of his people, the Israelites, it says, Avram, Adonai Elohim, ma titenli, ma, titenli, he uses the word ma, ma, mean what? But ma, those of you know, little Kabbalah, also mean 45, which is Yudke Vavke Halfin, which is called the Eranfin Kabbalah. It's a little deep, I'm sorry for you, for whoever doesn't understand it. And I, and I go lonely with no kids. And Ben Meshek, and the, the, the servant around me, uh, is the one who was the only son I know. But he used the word Ben. Ben in Kabbalah means 52. 52 is representing Malchut. 45 representing Zeranpin. Avram is telling God, I have a servant that I teach him how to give. But he's not yet giving it like you taught me, God. What was the difference between Avram and Eliezer, according to Rav Ashlag? Avram was giving for the sake of giving. He was working on himself. Spirituality is not enough. We stop receiving. We need now to give. And then in the giving, there's two styles. I'm giving to please you, to get some approval, to be liked by you. Or I'm giving because I have such a great joy that you will receive it. The same thing with God. Why are you praying to God? To get what you want? So you make God in a way your servant? Chaz shalom, God forbid. Or you're praying to God for the sake of meaning for the sake of how can I give without thinking what I'm going to get from it? How can I pray without thinking what I'm going to get from it? That's what the Lech Lecha we do this week, guys. We are Lech Lecha ourselves from the idea of when we do something spiritual, we're not looking behind our shoulders to see what we, what we got. And I think we all need help. I know I need help. 
I hope I'm not alone in that game. I need help. I need help to give truly, purely like Abraham. I need that help. And I hope Hashem will help me. And if you are with me on that, please help me. And let's help each other to work on that. That when we do giving, we are not looking back to who is looking at us and who is giving us. And uh, I was watching, you know, in Israel, you see a lot of wonderful things. And one of the things that I saw was uh, uh, it was a scene in Tiberia that uh, a gentleman was giving money to a person that uh, he or she would never meet again. So the money basically came in a way through him, but the lady who's gonna receive it will never know it's actually him. I remember I saw one time a person was taking care of an old bar mitzvah to a person that will never find out that it's actually is uh, the one who's taking care of the bar mitzvah for his son. So when you do charity, you're gonna have fun making charity. You have to chase it. And if you do tithing, it's not enough. You know, if you have people you love, uh, making sure that you're chasing those people you love with with gift, with note, with charity, charity all the time. You got to do charity in every moment of the day. And Bezal Hashem, you know, as the Zohar say, charity is the name of the game here because only through then you can practice the ma and ban, meaning that the giving will be no, no agenda in it. Thank you, and I want to wish you a great week. And uh, it's a very powerful week, the month of uh, Cheshvan, the beginning of the month of Cheshvan, and the first seven days of Cheshvan as within them condense all the energy. Thank you for listening. <laughs>